0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I am joined by sound mixing engineer, Mr. Shaliv Allen, and he's an award-winning engineer. How's it going, Shaliv?
1: Hey, how are you, man?
0: I'm doing great. How are things on the West Coast?
1: Great. You, You were actually super close. The name is pronounced Shalev. Shalev. Yes, perfect, perfect.
0: There we yeah. go. Got it on, on the second try. <laughs> Finally got it on the second try. There we go.
1: It's good, 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 man. West, the West Coast it's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty warm, which is awesome, as always, in California, and I love it. <laughs> um, how old uh, So,
0: how, how old are you, first off, uh, Shalem?
1: Uh, I'm 27. Actually, I came to America about, like, six years ago, or five years ago, something like this. Um and you yeah, I've been I've been enjoying every every minute. Yeah, I'll be happy to share my story.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us a little bit how you uh well first off, tell us a little bit uh, what's what's been up recently. What what's been up with you lately?
1: Uh well uh the stuff I'm going to work uh on this past few months uh gonna be a couple of um, songs for uh, Universal uh music group uh under uh, DECA Publishing, it's a music library where they uh, create songs for trailers and uh, commercials. And I'm the one who's actually mixing the song. Uh, basically, it can come from all Europe, uh, U.S., a lot of songwriters are uh, writing music for them. And before they pitch it to the companies to put it in their trailers or commercials, they need to mix it properly to make it sound big and good. And basically, this is what I do. I mix and master the song. Um, and that, this is one of the stuff that I'm doing. Another one is I'm working right now uh, on a very, very big uh, film that I hope, I hope, finger crossed, is uh, going to be pretty soon on Netflix. I'm under an NDA, so I can't really say the name of the film, but uh, I'll definitely publish it once it's done
0: um can you tell us uh, uh Shalev, can you tell us a little bit about the film
1: sure yeah um well the film is happening in uh in Poland, and it's it's, it's a drama it's a really big drama it's, uh you know one of the best uh, one of the nice um Anyway, it's one one of the biggest uh, directors in the column is about to do this, and I work with this composer. His name is Milo Kopinski. Uh, he's one of the biggest composer, uh, classical composers in Europe, uh, won many awards. And it's basically, I think, like the four, um, uh, the four uh, projects I'm doing with him. I did uh, a couple more with him, which, you know, became like a huge success on uh, on the indie song side. Um, and I actually got to know him by, um, uh, one of the mastering engineers I worked with. Um, uh, and you know, it's like this industry It's crazy because I have so many clients, you know, around the world. Uh, yeah, like, like my job can, you know, can have me working on like, this film, and then I'm doing some music theaters and then I'm doing a commercial, and then I'm doing you know like a, a pop song and hip hop and like it it gets me to like you know so many things, but everything is involved with you know music, which I love yeah um, but uh yeah, I'll be happy you know to tell you exactly how I started. It was like five years ago uh and i came here I came here to America uh to basically uh start my career as an audio engineer and for me it was you know it was a very big thing because I always wanted to do it I started as a producer in Israel uh, some kind of like you know pop hip hop producer I studied a lot when I was in the army I was in the canine unit for three years which was great for me because uh, this is the job that I wanted to do I, I loved dogs <laughs> that was my passion at that time and while I was in the army I, I studied a little bit about the world of music and the industry and I kinda of like prepared myself to be uh you know in an in an area where I can be very comfortable in the engineering world about, you know, all the uh, software I worked in, about maybe some of the my future clients that I would like to have. Uh and after I finished my service I basically I moved to LA and started to study at Musician Institute in Hollywood in Los Angeles. And after three months in the study, I actually got a really, really uh, great opportunity to be an intern at uh, Remote Control Production, which is Hans Zimmer Studio. Wow! And that was my my big, you know, kind of like my big break. I don't want to say big break, but it was like my big, really opportunity here in this town. How old were you at uh,
0: Sh- Shalev? How, how old were you at that time?
1: Uh, I was twenty-three. Yeah. 23. Wow, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm. Mean, I, sometimes I consider this as, like, luck that I, you know, ran into the, like, one of the lectures that really liked some of my work and, you know, he helped me. <laughs> yeah. so I'll get to the interview. So, you know, for me, it was kind of like, I, I, I came really ready here. So, you know, the minute I landed here, I, I knew I, I, all I needed is a couple months and I can already start to intern and actually work in the industry instead of, you know, keep on studying. Because I studied a lot back in Israel. So I came kind of like prepared. Um, and after uh, these you know, three months of study, I started to actually intern there, which was amazing. Uh, I had a really tough interview. I said it was selected uh, from, I, I mean, a couple hundred probably to, to do this internship program. Wow. Uh, it was like five weeks internship. Um, well, as, and, you know, as an intern in the industry, most of my first job was a lot of like, you know, bringing coffee and wrapping cables and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm doing all the organization stuff, you know, even cleaning if needed, uh, helping out the assistants with gear and stuff like this. So that was my main work. Uh, and then after five weeks, I actually, um, I one of the composer in Hans Zimmer studio, his name is Henry Jackman. Uh, they needed another intern over there. So I kind of like I did the internship at Hans Zimmer place and then I moved on to basically the same studio, but for a different composer. And uh, Henry Jackman is another really big composer with uh, Captain America and King Kong and and Jack Reacher and on wow. and I basically kind of like when I when I moved to this opportunity I I was a little bit more involved I was more involved with a tech guy person uh, like they they helped me out with you know understanding about like building templates building computers you know a lot about the technical side uh, which you know it, Even me, when I studied so much, there were a lot of technical stuff I needed to learn. Uh, You know, like building computers, building VST libraries, which is like instruments, virtual instruments, Uh, like all these technical stuff that they don't really teach you in many places, especially in school, because they teach you about what you want to do at the end of the line, but they don't really teach you about what you need to do to get to the end of the line to actually do what yeah. you want
0: to
1: do. Yeah. They didn't teach you about how to be a good assistant, which most of the job as an assistant or as a tech guy is about, you know, troubleshoot stuff or, or building stuff or, or you know, uh, learning about gear and about software. It's a lot of stuff before you actually get to do what you wanted, which is, for me, was mixing and master. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was a lot of my job. I, I actually, for Henry Jackman, was, I think I was there for at least like three months, which was amazing. Uh and after that I felt like I'm you know, I'm a little bit more ready to actually be an assistant to somebody. So I had like after Hans Zimmer Studio I had at least like eight months where so it was pretty rough. I looked for for a job for a very, very, very long time. I uh, knocked out in the studios and kind of like, you know, brought in my resume, kept on calling, you know, sending emails. It was pretty hard. Uh, to actually, you know, finally get like a call back from somebody. Uh, Right. It can be very tough. And after eight months, eight months of looking, I, you know, I was actually unemployed until until I I started for, you know, these eight months. And I one of the engineers, I kept on calling and kept on sending my resume. And he he told me, hey, I actually saw all your emails, and I'll be happy to meet you. I'm actually looking for an, um, an assistant. And this email was actually came from one of the biggest engineers I've known. His name is Brad Haino He's a scoring mm. engineer. And he worked for uh, Mark maris Bond, John Depp, and John Powell, and Jeff, Jeff Dana. Uh, and, like, he knows on 21 Jump Street and all the Lego movies. And uh, Pitch Perfect, uh, How to Train a Dragon. Like, uh, a lot, a lot of really big movies. So, for me, it was, you know another dream come true to be an assistant to someone that big and, and now I can actually see somebody doing the job that I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, so that was kind of like a, you can actually do it, you know, for me, that like got me what to believe in myself that I can actually do it. Uh, so I was his assistant for a very long time, it was like a year. Uh, we worked on uh, the Lego Ninjago movie, we worked on a diary for the Kids, we worked on a couple of uh, uh, short TV uh, episode for Dominion, uh, we worked on uh, Amateur, which is a, a Netflix film, uh, we worked on a uh, short for Hotel Transylvania 3, which was amazing, uh, so yeah, I, di- I did a lot of stuff with him, I actually learned how to be uh, a really good assistant, and I got to see him mixing by one, and you know, mixing uh, orchestra, and how to work with an orchestra, how to record an orchestra, those kind of stuff, like did I mean, they uh, did they
0: ever offer you a part in in the series at all?
1: I'm Sorry, they, they what?
0: Did they ever offer you a part in the series at all at all in any of these series uh, as far as acting maybe goes? Oh uh, no,
1: acting <laughs> no that we we got all the you know we got all this information and all the material we after you know after the TV show the was done is. so we received it after they recorded the orchestra and the music was done so we had to basically mix the music. So it will sound bigger than life. And when you go to a theater and you listen to the music in the film, you feel like it's enormous. You know, it's like competing with all the sound effects and you know, the dialogue, and and you can hear the music surrounded you. Like this, that was our job to make the music sound bigger than life. So when you go to a theater, it's like wow, you know, like when you you hear the music from all over and you feel like the orchestra is right in your face. And, and we basically enhance all the emotions in the scene, which for me, this is one of the reasons I really wanted to do that, because, you know, it's a lot about working on the scene and, and you know, how the music interpretates the scene and what to enhance and what kind of uh, instrument do I need to give more attention to. And so this is very artistic, you know, it's a lot of artistic decisions, which I love. And, you know, for me, it was just like, from there i I felt like i'm I'm very comfortable with what I'm doing because I learned so much from it. right it's amazing experience. It's
0: so you you actually really kind of got your start um in music uh by yeah. playing playing the guitar at at an early age uh, is that is that about it sure
1: true. True, true yeah 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 i uh yeah i actually this is how i started i I started to play guitar since I'm like ten years old um so that that was what got me into music from the first place? I I was in love with music until I was like 16 or 17. I played a lot of classical music like Bach, and Mozart, and Beethoven. Oh, at 10 years old, wow. Well, I mean, I started, you know, on in the simple, on the simple of core pieces. But when I was 17, 18, I oh,
0: actually, okay,
1: we played a lot of.
0: <laughs> okay, um, that makes more sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know there are all these big composers like you know uh, Beethoven and Bach and whatever. Like they have so many pieces that you know they can be more uh, just to ten years old kid, and then yeah. later it's on and on, and you you become better at your instrument. You can actually play those. You know, they give the big. Uh, so, so from I was actually in love with you know with film music because classical composers back then. They had a lot of emotion in what they wrote. So for me, it was like, oh, my God, I need to be involved with something that is bigger than just, you know, one instrument playing. I want to get involved with an orchestra something that is bigger than me. Um, so from from
0: from, uh, from about 10 to... So when, when you started uh, playing music, did you mm-hmm. start to also do, uh, like, record and, and um, mix your own uh, audio even back then?
1: So, well, uh, to audio engineering I got when I was... Um, around seventeen or eighteen. I even I'll, I'll even say I think it was actually at late eighteen. Um, uh, I was deep into guitar, playing guitar, uh, study about it. Uh, it was you know that was the only instrument I ever played. But because I I had a band at that time, so we wrote songs and you know I, I was kind of like more involved in a lot of more instrument and like, instrumentation and and and. How the how a band should sound like, and you know, it's kind of like more deep into soundtrack and film music. Uh, so you know, I thought, how okay, like now that I know how to play guitar and I know a little bit about other instruments and how to play them, I can manipulate that and putting this into a computer and actually kind of like you know, recording my own stuff with a bunch of instruments. Uh, so I I did it like very slowly. And started with kind of like a guitar and then I played piano over it, recording myself. And then, you know, I added some drum samples and, you know, I kind of like created my own stuff and my own music. So when I get to mixing stage, I can actually practice it with my own music. Because when you start, nobody will ever let you mix their music. You know, you need to practice. Right, your right. first. Uh, so I this is, this is what I did. I, I you know, I practice on all of my music, just recording a bunch of stuff. Sometimes I, I try to record like scoring uh, music and sometimes I I you know, kind of like produced songs myself and then mix them. Uh, so, you know, when I, as I said, when I was like 18, 19, I get, you know, twenty twenty one, I got super deep into that. Uh, and, you know, I kind of like had this decision of, okay, I want to, this is what I want to do. I want to mix music for film, for TV, for commercials, whatever. And this is what got me thinking, okay, where's the big, bigger, you know, the biggest market in the world, which is here in LA, <laughs> So uh, I kind of like, you know, found out about it, you know, um, learn about it, about the industry and what kind of DAWs and software, all the composer engineers work here in the United States. And I studied everything I can before I came
0: here. So did you you also like tour around? You said that you had a band even then. So did you guys tour around and even then today, do you kind of still do that kind of thing,
1: even Mm -hmm. though you're still doing mixing and all that? So the band is it was actually more in high school. Like I, I, I mean after I finished high school, like we, we never played anymore. So oh, you know, it was kind of like a high school band. Uh, but this is, you know, what got me interesting, it got me interested in in like, oh, I want to control more instruments, not just my guitar. You know, I was a guitar player, but suddenly I was very involved into the bass player, like what he does while we playing the song, and, and the drummer, and I was like hey, maybe you should try this and maybe you should play a little bit louder here. And, you know, I was kind of like more involved in the actual, like the whole band. I was kind of like conducting them. Uh, so this is what got me to a point where I'm like, yeah, I like guitar, I play guitar, but I I like to have control on all of the music, all of instruments. So, you know, after I doing like a lot of research about how you, I don't know, produce like songs and songwriting and, and rock bands and pop bands and blah, blah, blah. I actually got more involved of like, okay, I need to, I want to do something even bigger, which, you know, if you think about the biggest band uh, in the world is is an orchestra, you know, when you have like 80 players where you need to mix and make them sound good. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. So for me, you know, I I knew the direction and I knew I have to do it here because here there's so much of this, you know, in the the industry, uh, working with, you know, the greatest musician in the world. Um, so you
0: so you've gotten to do some really cool stuff and work with some some incredible people, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be anybody's dream. But uh, do you have a uh, a dream job in mind? I know you said what you do now, but is there something that you would like to be working on that you have not worked on
1: yet? Um. Well, I mean to be honest, my my dream job is like I wanna I I'm doing a lot of transition now to pop, which I love pop, and uh, you know all the Like the pop concert, the music, you know, if it's like Bruno Mars or Charlie Puth or Ariana Grande or like, you know, all these big pop.
0: uh, I just like, by the way, I I just like how you say the name Charlie Puth. I I like how you say that. That just sounds good. Anyways, I'm sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's my Israeli accent. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like these kind of artists I love. So to be honest, like if I, uh, this transition I'm trying to do, and maybe not in transition, like maybe working on both. But yeah, I'll be happy to work with somebody, you know, like, as I said, like Charlie Puth, you know, like Bruno Mars and, and mixing their albums, mixing their music. Like there are, you know, I mean, for me, in the pop culture, they are the bigger, the biggest influencers. So, yeah, definitely mixing pop, man. Like this is this is the thing that I'm, I, I want to reach and I, I've never done in like, you know, in the highest level as I did in film. So I wanna get into a point where I mix the highest, you know, level of of audio for pop artists. So yeah. Do you ever
0: uh do you ever hope to uh maybe branch out, try something new? Uh I mean even though still be involved with music, I mean like maybe try uh, another form of uh or some aspect of uh entertainment, another form of it? Uh
1: what what do you mean? Like a different kind of professional in entertainment. Yeah, 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 kinda. Of like, yeah. Uh well, Always about mixing and engineering. Like I never thought about doing something else. Oh uh, gosh! Okay. So, so, so for me, it's definitely like, like even even if, as I said, like you know, a lot of me, like the engineers are good for. You know, they're in their fifties and sixties, and like you know, they're, they're older guys, and and you can see even in that age, like how much they learn every day from their work. It's insane, just like you know, getting to know new new players or, or a new composer or uh, I don't know a new way of of mixing or a new gear that you need to learn out. Like there every day the industry is changing. So, you know, it doesn't matter that's a fact. You, that's a definite new yeah. 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 You know, it doesn't matter if you mix or master and this is your only job. Every day you actually learn something new about it. Because okay. the industry keeps changing, man, it's insane. Yeah.
0: So what is uh what what would you say is the toughest and maybe the easiest part of of what you do?
1: Uh well The easiest part is when you actually receive like a really good recording from an orchestra or from an artist and you actually enjoy the music you do and you mix. So, you know, that's like automatically gets your job into a point where it becomes super fun because you actually listen to music that you love, you know? Uh, So the mixing and mastering goes way smooth, way more smooth. Because, you know, like when, if I, let's say, you know, I, all genres are great for me, but you know, my popular genre is like said, soundtrack or pop. But if I mix suddenly like a band who's doing like a dark metal, then, you know, for me, it will be a totally different experience than, than actually mixing uh, or mastering music that I I like to enjoy, you know, and I like to enjoy and listening to when, when I actually, you know, just like in the car, listening to music, you know what I mean? Uh, so... So I think this is definitely the easiest part. I'll say the, the you know the hardest part is is when you maybe it's not even the creative part. I'll say for me yeah. the hardest part in my job is to actually decide, decide is the business side where you like put put your business uh, hat on and be like okay yeah
0: you know, I'm
1: I'm an artist yes I'm, I'm mixing I'm mastering I'm doing this but how how am am I as a freelance going to bring clients to me i would they you know why would they get me yes i have great credits and yes i have the gear and i have the knowledge but still you know there's still a lot of great engineers out there so what divide me from other people and and i think like founding this every day and founding new clients and and talk about their music and get them to a point where they they want i mean they they're they're thinking about how much they need you this is what you know. Get into a very. This can be very tricky, cause, cause, again, I know I can do the work to a lot of people, but how can I, you know, bring them the the vibe and bring them the the, the comfortable of like, oh yeah, Shalev is gonna take care of my music, definitely, and I'm 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 trusting him one hundred percent. This is you know for me the hardest part, definitely um, the business side, yeah, cause you know, and I think almost all music, all, all music like musician and all artists in the world will tell you like we great at what we does but business is it's not what we learn to do <laughs> you know
0: right absolutely i i get that uh i was actually a production assistant for some tv shows myself uh oh, when okay. i uh lived out in california about 5 6 years ago uh i i know i mean it's kind of the same but really kind of not it's a different aspect i know yeah. but uh it still kind of works works the same way so i so i i do Kind of get what 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 you're going for yeah. there.
1: yeah so, yeah you you definitely know this, I mean you know if you work in any any profession in the in the driving business like you you know everybody knows how like the the hustle is the hard part, you know, to get the work, to get the job like to to bring it to to actually convince someone that you are the guy that will make his product amazing, you know, so let
0: me ask you something I'm interested in. Is the entertainment here, would you say, about the same as over in Israel? Is it about the same kind of level, would you say?
1: Well, I mean, to be honest, it's very different. Like, very different. I know, like, Israel has a lot of influence from America, uh, especially on the pop culture side. Uh, but, it, it, again, it's different because, you know, it, it's very simple. It's just about the amount of people. Israel, you have, I mean, America, you have so many people. And... Yeah, Did I lose you? Oh, good. Sorry.
0: Oh no, uh, you you faded out. After okay. this uh, you kinda, I You cut out. I didn't. I
1: couldn't hear you. So I was just curious okay. if I if I lost you or not. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. good. So uh, yeah. So in Israel, you know, like uh, let's say for example, you know, they have like you know maybe four major studios, right? And here you have at least thirty. You know. Yeah, so, that alone can give you this the aspect of like, oh, okay, so why? Because here in America, you have much more clients. You have much more people who are doing music and want to be involved maybe in a film or a TV show, or they want to put their music out or whatever. In Israel, we just have less people. So it doesn't even matter the, the different quality. It's more about the quantity. of Like how many people here in Israel are doing what, you know, what, I mean, are doing the stuff that... That will end up needing my service. So this is this is the biggest difference. Like if somebody, you know, when people ask me, that that is the only reason I'm telling them. Like if if I'll ha- I had this in Israel, you know, for me it's like I'll definitely, you know, I'm why why would I leave? You know, like why would I leave the US if if I can do the same thing? But I mean, it, it, this is how it is. Like the heart of the industry is here in LA and in US.
0: So do you ever uh still travel back to Israel for for work at all?
1: Yeah, I definitely travel. Uh go back to visit family and friends. Uh you know, I try as much as I can. It changes every year. Change every year. Uh but yeah, of course. I mean, you know, who doesn't want to see family and friends? Uh sometimes <laughs> some
0: sometimes me, I'll be honest, sometimes me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, man. I feel let this is- this is the beauty in, like living in a different country. You can actually go visit whenever you want. You know? <laughs> and
0: your family is nowhere to be found. They're miles mm-hmm. away. You're living on your
1: own. <laughs> yeah. You uh, pick uh, the amount. You pick the amount. So, yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm.
0: I, I know that uh, it's uh, Shabbat, and uh, I do want to uh, be respectful of your time. So, I'll ask you mm-hmm. the final question, Um What advice mm-hmm. would you give to someone who wants to get into uh, what you want to do, or maybe even be in the entertainment business overall?
1: Uh, well, you know, I I had a couple days ago I had a panel where I spoke uh, about the music industry as well. Me and like another uh, three people who are very deep and successful, and we you know we had the same question over there, and there were a like a, a lot of at least like 50 new upcoming directors, screenwriters, composers, producers, and you know when we uh, was asked uh, about that question, I think for me it's a, it's very simple like. Here in the industry, what I found in common in almost every profession is you need to have two of those three things I'm going to say. One of them is be professional in what you do. Second is make it on time. And the third is be a good hang. Like, for me, those are, you know, the three gold stars of, like, if you have two of these, eventually you definitely will get the job. Like, you, you, you just need to make sure you have two of these three golden stars uh so this is definitely what i recommend to people it's like if making on time is your weakest strength then you know make it stronger uh if you need to be more professional in what you do hey you know start study more do whatever you need to do if you need to be a good hang of somebody then find the clients that you can actually be you know uh have like a good conversation with them and and can be on the same vibe and you guys maybe can be friends as well because this is Again, this is what brings us, you know, the the best artistic uh, product that we can have when you actually work with somebody you also like.
0: Uh, um, did, did, by the way, Shaliv, did you see uh, the, and this might be a silly question, but did you see the Golden Globes this year? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love when Tom Hanks, I mean, Tom Hanks kind of echoes that, those, what, what you're saying, and we've uh, actually had his his brother on, on the show, uh, mm-hmm. Jim Hanks. And so, anyways, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, we. Uh, so I was watching the the Golden Globes and yeah. Tom Hanks touched on being on time that some guy with a headset on doesn't need to come knocking on your door and on the trailer that you're actually there and ready to go. Yeah. So exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's like I I'm I love this stuff because you know all these big people and you know the successful people what they do like the all those all those stuff Like some sometimes. Those, you know, big actors or composers or whatever musician, they already have this in their system. And some people, you know, they, they need to remind themselves, like, hey, it doesn't matter how successful I am. I still need to be those those three things, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it, it applies to everyone. If you already, you know, if you're successful already in what you do and you're successful, you still need to do that. You still need to be a good hang. You still need to be a professional and you still need to make it on time
0: absolutely uh, i i agree with you that's the one of the most important things and you you would not think that uh this would be an issue amongst uh these big stars but apparently yeah. it is
1: oh yeah yeah oh yeah i'm sure i know yeah i mean there, there's so many you know like uh, you, you're you hearing about those all these you know shows that are uh, big artists you know they don't show up at time and the crowd is waiting or stuff like this and you know i, I mean again like they're, they're already big at what they do but still it's, uh, it's this kind of like respect you know like you know genuine respect you have for people that love your art so you oh, know, absolutely I mean,
0: and i'll and i'll say this. i'll say this final thing um i uh steve martin said something <laughs> that was interesting as well that uh mm-hmm. these you, you talk about fans paying to come see you i mean uh not only i mean not only is it important to be on time obviously but yes uh to actually deliver as well, I mean these people did come to see you after well, all, so they paid good definitely. money
1: Definitely, yep. definitely yeah, i mean uh yeah for me this is this is the thing like you need to work all the time, be productive, look for your you know your audience and reach them and it, it's like very you need to have like a certain goal and just like this is this is what everyone needs to do and and if you have a big a really really big target and really big goal then set yourself a couple of destinations on the way that you need to conquer before you get to that big goal. Absolutely. Set yourself.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you.
0: Well, Shaleed, thank you. thank you so much for your time. Please come back thank sometime, you. will you?
1: Thank you. I'm really happy we did it. I'll be happy to know, you know, when it's up in the air, uh, let me know, of course and because I checked out your website man it looks awesome like you are doing some great interviews with some great people so thank you for having me
0: oh absolutely it's been my my pleasure I mean this is a new side of Hollywood I have not heard I've not had uh the sound engineers (laughs) come on so amazing
1: I'm really happy I'm the presenter of that (laughs) (laughs) well
0: well mazel tov mazel tov
1: sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> to both of us. amazing man all right all well right.
0: thank you so much Shalee, for your thank time you,
1: thank you thank you and shabbat shalom, <laughs> shabbat shalom. bye-bye
0: okay.